Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. Hey, what is up, my friend? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab Podcast. My name is Grant Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. Hope life is treating you good. We are on episode 40, four to the zero. We are uh, almost halfway through the month where we are doing 30 episodes in 30 days. So really excited about that. This particular episode is coming out today, April the 12th, which happens to be my oldest daughter's birthday. Oh, isn't that precious? As you may know, uh, I am the proud father of three beautiful daughters. It is me and a house full of women. It is awesome. I love it. And so today my oldest turns 10. So uh, happy birthday to you. It's not that she's going to be listening to this at all. But anyway... So today we got another great uh, podcast episode for you. We got another great question, listener question. Again, as you may know, we're we're doing a lot of listener questions right now. I want to hear it specifically from you. What questions you're wondering about? Where you're stuck? Where you need some help and feedback? So today we got a great question all about your demo video. Now, as you may know, your demo videos. You if you've you've heard me talk about this, your demo video is critically important to your marketing as a speaker. You got to have one. But we got a great question today that comes from uh, our booked and paid to speak member. Ronald, who was talking about, you know, how do you create a demo video if you have footage in the wrong type of environment? So we're going to get into that today. So uh, before we do, let me remind you, if you're not already part of our private Facebook group, the Speaker Lab community, you want to be a part of that. You can uh, check that out over at thespeakerlabgroup.com. Again, that is thespeakerlabgroup.com. Definitely check out that free private Facebook group. Would love, love, love to hang out with you, would meet with you and connect with you in there. So, all right, without further ado, a further delay. What's a do even mean? Do you even know? What's a further ado? I don't even know what that means. I'm just, I'm just saying things. I'm just making stuff up right now. All right, let's get into today's question. All right, today's question comes from Ronald Wilder, who asked all of my video footage for my demo video is from church events. Do I need to get other video events if I want to appeal to businesses and to corporations. All right. Great question, Ronald. Now we talk more about demo videos in episode two of the the podcast. There we go. I'm not even going to edit that out. You know, I'm just, we're just leaving that in there. Basically, you're going to want to go back, listen to that episode, episode two, if you haven't already. But let me just quickly explain what a demo video is. So at least we're all on the same page on this. But a demo video is basically a highlight reel or a highlight video. Sometimes it's called a, like a sizzle reel of your speaking. So think of it like a, like a movie trailer. I mean, a movie trailer is basically, they take, let's say a 90 minute movie 
They'll boil it down to the best few minutes of that movie. And within those few minutes, you have a really good sense of, of what the movie's about, of what the plot is, what the theme is. You get all of this based on that movie trailer. And so that's really what you're trying to do with a demo video is let's say you give a you know 45 or 60 minute presentation. Most decision makers are not going to watch that long of a presentation. They're going to watch a shorter, a demo video to get a sense of who you are as a speaker, maybe kind of your style, what it is that you talk about. That's the point of a demo video. So it's usually usually about three or four minutes or so and just kind of an overview of you as a speaker. And so most decision makers, they're going to want to see a demo video before they're willing to book you. Now, maybe for you, maybe you're, you're in a spot where you've done a little bit of speaking before, but you just don't have any video footage. And that, that's fine. I know a lot of speakers that are listening to this are in that spot. And so one of the things I want you to do is I want you to get in the habit of recording every talk that you do. So even if you just take your, your iPhone and you set it on a tripod, that, that's fine. Just getting something is fine because having good video footage is really, really, really important for any speaker. Now, whenever you're creating your first demo video, especially for a new speaker, it's a bit of a, like a chicken egg situation, meaning, you know, like how do I get footage if I don't have any speaking engagements and how do I get speaking engagements if I don't have any footage? And so there are generally, there are two options that I recommend. One would be that you find a local event that you could speak at for free. And then two is that you speak to an empty room. So both of these are ways that you could get video footage purely, again, footage purely for a demo video. Now, whatever footage that you use, doesn't necessarily mean that it's permanent. You don't have to use it forever and ever, amen. It may be something that you use for a few months, you get some better footage, and then you can swap it out, make an updated and new video. So for me currently, I have probably, between the different audiences, the different videos, we've got probably close to 10 different demo videos that we've used over the years. And so just having a demo video is really, 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 really important. So the the analogy here that we use is it's kind of like um, if you were in charge of, let's say, a club or a concert venue and a band wanted you to book them, one of the first things you'd want to do would be to, to listen to their music. You wouldn't just take the word for it. And so the same thing is true with speakers. Like if I'm a, a conference planner and I'm interested in hiring you, remember by, by hiring you, I'm putting my reputation on the line. Like I, I may have a boss, he or she may be ticked off that I hired you if you do a bad job or if you embarrass the company or the conference in any way. So I want to watch a video first. I want to just get a sense of how you are as a speaker, of how you communicate, of how you interact with an audience. So that's why a demo video is so critically important. Now, before you make your demo video, you want to make sure that the footage is aligned with three different things that your decision maker will be looking for. You want to make sure these things are aligned. Number one, your audience. Number two, your topic. And number three, your setting. So your audience, your topic, and your setting. Okay. Here's what I mean by this. Okay. Let's imagine this. Okay. This is just hypothetical. Let's imagine I'm trying to position myself as someone who speaks to real estate agents about customer service. All right. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to communicate is I'm a, a speaker who's trying to get booked to speak to real estate agents about customer service. Now, my website does a great job with that. It communicates this, it aligns with this, but then my demo video is footage of me speaking to an audience of high school students at church about not using drugs. Now, there's nothing wrong with that video. That's a good thing. 
But is that a fit? Would that be confusing? If I'm a someone in the real estate space and I, I run a real estate conference and I'm looking at hiring you, uh, me or you or whoever the, the speaker is in this hypothetical situation and I come to the side and it's like, oh, this speaker seems great. But then I watch the video and the audience, the topic, the setting, none of those things are in alignment it's going to be really, really difficult for me to want to hire you as a speaker. So again, the video, it doesn't have to be me speaking to real estate agents about customer service, but it should be me speaking to at least a similar audience on a similar topic in a similar setting. So basically what I'm getting at here is that if you had multiple audiences that you wanted to speak to that were vastly different, I would actually recommend that you would have separate demo videos for each of them. So for me personally, I actually have demo videos that we've used for high school clients, for college clients, for educator and teacher clients, for corporate clients. Why? Because they're all different audiences, different topics, and different settings. So Ronald, if you have video footage of you speaking in a church setting, you may want to get di different footage of you speaking in more of a, a corporate or more of a, a business environment. Now, some of that's going to depend on the footage that you already have and the setting of the video uh, and what it is that you're talking about. So let me give you an example here. Similar to Ronald, I actually started my career with footage of me speaking in a church setting, but I wanted to be able to use it for a demo video to speak to audiences in a non-church setting. My footage was actually me speaking to a, a church youth group at a local church, but I wanted to be able to be hired to speak to students in like more public high schools and in school assemblies and student leadership conferences. So even though the audience was the same, speaking to high school students, it was a slightly different setting speaking in a church setting versus a school or conference setting. But what I was able to do is that the video that was shot from that, that local church youth group was shot in a room that you couldn't really tell just by watching the video that it was in a church. And even though I was speaking to a church audience and it was more of a, a spiritual or faith-based message, I was able to get three to four minutes or so worth of footage that was not faith-based and could really be used in any setting. So I was actually able to use the footage because it could be edited in a way that you really couldn't tell what the setting was that I was in. So Ronald, basically what I'm getting at for you is if your footage is super, super clear that you're in a church and there's pews and a pulpit and church decor in the background, I would not recommend using that footage to market to a non-faith-based market. I would get brand new footage because remember what that decision maker sees on a video is ultimately what they're going to use to determine whether you're a good fit for their audience. So ideally, you want the footage that they see to be as close in alignment as possible with what it could be that you could do for their audience. So again, you want your video and your brand to be aligned with your audience, with your topic, and with your setting. It doesn't have to be a perfect match, but it needs to be pretty close so that when a decision maker is watching your video footage, they feel like, oh, I could totally see this speaker presenting this to my audience. You don't want to have this huge, vast divide there where it's hard to make that leap. And again, if you want to speak to different audiences, then in that case, I would recommend that you just have different demo videos so that they're targeted for the different potential audiences that you could speak to. So great question, Ronald. Hope that helps. 
All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that question from Ronald, all about how to uh, create your demo video, especially when you're using footage from different types of environments. So great question there. Hey, let me remind you again, if you haven't already joined our private Facebook group, you got to do it. We want to see you there. You can find that group over at thespeakerlabgroup.com. Again, that is thespeakerlabgroup.com. Definitely check that out. We'd love for you to be a part of that, my friend. We will see you on the inside of that group. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Boys and girls, we will uh, catch you tomorrow with the uh, the next episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. You're awesome.